0: What's up, what's up? Welcome back. Brothers Sports Talk, episode 27. We back, we back. We're going to do some weekend review. Um, this weekend review, of course, the first thing we're going to talk about is Super Bowl. Um, the game was almost as good as the halftime show. Eh, mediocre, but I'm happy for the outcome. Um, it didn't live up to the hype that it was going to be, like the, like the halftime show. But um, it's all good. A lot of storylines happened either way. Um, So, of course, first thing we're going to talk about is Brady. I mean, he did it again. I mean, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I think he just ended a whole lot of debates. Debates are over. Him or Belichick. I think both of them had a big part in it. But I think he's shown that with his work ethic and everything that he brings to the table, that he can win when you give him weapons. I mean, if you give him some people to work with, he can win. And he was winning with... Leftover pieces in in New England for how many years? I mean, he was winning the Super Bowls with rejects back then. And then he got a whole bunch of teams of leftover retreads and nobody wanted. it. So I was happy to see that. Um, I know Kansas City ain't going nowhere because Patrick Mahomes is official. He is what he is. He was making plays and throws parallel to the ground. I'm like, come on, bro. This dude is parallel to the ground throwing his jank. Unbelievable. I mean, they call it magic for a reason. Magic Mahomes. I mean, what else can you say? Um, but the game the game went the way I said it had to go. I said Tampa Bay had to run the ball. And they did. And Leonard Fournette ran another one of those myth, Misfit Toys, ran the ball well. I mean, he even scored. So that's awesome for Leonard Fournette. Um, that's cool. Imagine imagine how you feel when you get released from an NFL team. You're like, oh, my God, they think about a busts. You know, I was a first-round pick, and I'm a bust. And then I just happened to land on Tampa Bay, and now I win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Hey, things change in an instance in the NFL. So, happy for him. Antonio Brown, he gets another ring, um, and he catches a touchdown pass. I mean, come on. And Gronk catching two. None of the regular Tampa Bay players made these big plays. Like Mike Evans, Godwin. I mean, they had a couple plays here and there, but, like, the impact plays were all the toys that that Tom Brady wanted to bring. That's how crazy it is. Tom Brady said, I'm going to come there. I'm going to bring my toys, and I'm going to let y'all play with them, and we're going to win together. And that's what happened. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, But, yeah, the coaching won. The coaching won. Like I said, the defensive coordinator had to be aggressive. you got to go after them. Now, granted, all that did help with Kansas City not having two of their starting offensive linemen. I mean, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. That did help. Because um, Mahomes is under pressure all the time. But I think I think the game plan had to be the same whether they were playing or not. You have to blitz him. You have to attack him. You have to switch things up. Make it, make it hard for him to figure it out. Because if you let him sit back there, first of all, his weapons are too explosive. Second of all, he can do whatever. He can do things that people ain't never done before. You know what I mean? So when you talk about this and talk about this, yeah, Tom Brady's going to be the greatest ever. But... You know, people used to say Aaron Rodgers is the greatest athlete or whatever, being that quarterback or whatever. But Mahomes is going to pass that. I'm sorry to say. He's going to pass that. But um, I don't think he'll ever catch Tom Brady. But he'll definitely cement, and pass Aaron Rodgers and all these other dudes they were talking about. Um, The coaching staff, amazing job. Amazing job. Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, everybody. I mean, I've never seen Kansas City look so handcuffed like they were. And every time I thought, here they come, here they come, that defense stiffened back up. They would we'll just say bend but don't break. They were bending a few times. And then I think they broke Kansas City. You know what I mean? Because they just wouldn't let them score a touchdown. I think that's really what it was. It was mentally got to Kansas City like, today's not going to be our day. We just can't. It's not going to work today. And I think that's the first time that I've ever seen it. Even last year when they were down by a bunch of Tennessee in the playoff game. You just had this feeling that, man, they're still going to come back. They're still going to come back. And this one, after the first half, I was just like, I I don't know, man. I mean, it still took me four minutes to the fourth quarter, but I was like, this game's over. (laughs) And you could just see the body language. You could see how the protection was and the way the defensive coordinator just was not stopped coming after him. And that's what you got to do. I mean, I think that's what had to be done from the very beginning. When you put somebody like a Tom Brady on a team, he brought that edge to the team before he even like before he even played one game. When, they had, when Tampa Bay announced that they were getting Tom Brady, everybody's mindset changed. It was like, we can win. We can win now. And I think none of it was said better than the defensive players. The defensive players were like, all right, well, now offense is going to be there. We got to step up. Their linebackers were amazing. And Dominic and Sue getting interviewed, feeling confident again, People weren't talking about the Dominican Sioux for a while. Even when he played with the Rams, he was barely mentioned. You know what I mean? But then Jason Pierre-Paul. I'll never forget. I was sitting here with my buddies watching the Super Bowl. And he had an interview. And he was like, "Well, what are you going to do to stop Patrick Mahomes? He said, what? What's he going to do to stop me? And everybody in the room was like, oh. Yo, we was crazy. We was like, yo. They're going to come out and do something to him, yo. I mean, I ain't never seen people that confident. Tom Brady brought that confidence to, to the whole city and everybody. It was crazy. And 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 that's what makes me so weird saying what I'm getting ready to say. I, I, I can't believe I'm getting ready to say what I'm going to say. But this does not change my argument of who the best NBA player is or nothing like that. But all I'm going to say is... Tom Brady, he won seven rings. Been there ten times. And it's always comparisons, him and LeBron, because of how many times they've been to the finals and all that, and this and this and this. But then I start thinking about it, and I'm like, everywhere LeBron goes, he's won too, And every time LeBron joins a team, their fan base and their teammates feel like, they can win. So, in that regard, maybe I'll maybe I'll give the comparison of the goat from Tom Brady to LeBron in that manner, as far as the hope, the hope or whatever. Because to be fair, to be fair with that though, Michael Jordan never leave until his career was almost pretty much over. Anyway, he had already retired. So don't give me none of that about Jordan. Kobe, Kobe stayed with his squad the whole time. Okay. You can't tell me Kobe Bryant going to another team ain't going to make them be like, yo, we guarantee win. We guarantee win. It would have happened too. But I will say in this regard, Brady, LeBron, they both are similar in that aspect. Okay? That they bring confidence to whatever team they go to that they can win. All right? Because LeBron's all about leaving. He's all about going somewhere else. In which we're going to talk about KD too. You know, so that's why I always think it's going to burn the legacy. The only thing that helps LeBron's legacy is he, he has won wherever he went. And going with that, I look at, you know, we talk about, well, LeBron uh, can't be Jordan because Jordan never lost. Well, then we look at Joe Montana. Joe Montana ain't lose. And he had all his Super Bowls. He played well, well. And he was considered the best before Brady. So, if Brady is going to be LeBron... Jordan's got to be Montana? I mean, is that what we're saying? But we look at Jordan being better than LeBron, and we look at Brady being better than Montana. So the whole thing's just kind of crazy. But in those regards, I can see the similarities. So definitely give me some replies on that, what y'all think, or whatever. But like I'm always saying, if Kobe would have left his team and went to another team, he would have put that same same hype into their squad too. Sorry, I mean, you know what I'm saying, so... Instead, people got hyped when they joined to the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. Even when you're a, a arch rival like Ron Artest, you still get hyped because you're playing with greatness and Kobe being Bryant. You know? So, I'm going to get off of that one. But we can still keep on talking about my Lakers. We won seven in a row. Looking good. You know, only lost six games on the year. Number one. All this and this and this. Feeling good. But I'm getting kind of nervous. Getting kind of nervous because... I'm seeing things that, I don't know, It makes me nervous. I mean, it makes me, Kuzma makes me nervous anyway. To be the number three star on the team, he makes me nervous. I've never been confident in him except for his rookie year. I feel like it was a waste. I feel like Brandon Ingram should have been there anyway. The biggest thing is LeBron is out here. He might even win MVP. I think it's between him and Joel Embiid right now, in my opinion. I think it's them two and the front runners, and that's scary. This dude's been in the league forever. He's old now. He ain't declining, which is amazing. But Anthony Davis, you're supposed to be taking off by now. You're supposed to be the man. You are the man, but you got to be the man-man. You got to be like, yo, that's, it's my time to shine. What John Cena say? My time is up. My time is now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's his time. It's his time. You're supposed to be the champ. You're supposed to be the one. You got to ring now. Go at it. I, and... I don't know and LeBron ain't missing no games. I just don't want him to be tired down the stretch because if the Lakers are going to win again, we're going to need playoff LeBron. But before we get to playoff LeBron, we need AD to to you know, help with that workload, help with some things cuz Kuzma ain't doing it. I'm glad our bench is stepping up. Um Gasol ain't really what I thought he was going to be either. He looks real old out there. Montrez Harold looks even more fanatic. I almost rather have a Javel McGee tell you the truth. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I said, this trade deadline in the NBA is going to be the craziest part of the whole thing. Um, and the Nets over there, we play them next Thursday. Lakers, Nets, next Thursday. So, it's going to be a good game. So, I can't wait to see that. Um, uh, speaking of the Nets, KD returned last night against the Warriors. Um, I mean, I, you can look at Steph on the court, yo. Steph had that look like he was... I ain't seen him mad like that. Like, he looked irritated. The whole time I was watching him, he looked irritated. He was putting up his stuff, but it was competitive for him. And they got blown out. I mean, they got blown out. And what, what can you say? I mean, Kelly Oubre's, I think Kelly Oubre's playing great. Wiggins, I think is Wiggins has been a, a overrated number one bus pick. I mean, he ain't a bus, but like, he ain't what that is. You know what I'm saying? I probably would have rather had D'Angelo Russell stay. Then keep Wiggins, tell you the truth, especially after you got Oubre. When you got Oubre, you don't really need Wiggins. You need that shooting. You need that scoring from the outside, especially with Clay gone. Um, I'm seeing guys I don't even know who's out there on the backcourt with stuff. So, without Clay, I think they should have definitely kept D'Angelo. But they didn't know. Nobody knew Clay was going to get hurt. And Draymond Green, I mean, yeah, has he made a basket since his first finals run with the Warriors before KD even got there? I ain't seen him make a three-pointer in forever. What happened to this dude? He used to bang threes. He used to be the assist man. They kick it back to him. He had a crucial three. I ain't seen it in a minute. I mean, is Draymond Green, did he peak already? Did he overly peak already? Because I'm not seeing it anymore. You know? So after the game, Kyrie going to go all out like, yeah. Like, he the man anyway. Kyrie, Kyrie, and I like Kyrie because of the Kobe gene, but he's starting to be even more crazy. He talking about... I told James Harden, he's the point guard now. I'm going to be the shooting guard. Duh. I'm going to give you a Pharrell. Kyrie Irving, you get the Pharrell award. Really? Pharrell. He's the point guard. He's almost a leader in assists in the NBA, dude. And you don't want to pass the ball to nobody because you want to shoot all the time. You got a movie, a Disney movie out here where you shooting all the time. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to pass the ball. Of course, you go tell him he's the point guard. What are you talking about? You just want to score. But I'll tell you what, you look damn good, score. You a score, son. I mean, to be so small, I'll be seeing Iverson. I mean, you know, I, you are Iverson to me, baby. And you look so good, score. You look. He looks slithery when he scores. KD just looks smooth. James Harden pisses me off, but the way he's passing the ball. I can't even get mad because I got mad at James Harden because he flopped around everywhere. I can't even get mad now because he's out here dishing the rock. Dishing the rock and being self, unselfish so bad because he just wants a chip. He don't he wants that chip. And I mean, I ain't nothing I really say about that because who don't want the chip? Um, My next point, my dude, I'm telling you, Mr. Box Office, he's coming hard. LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets might just save the reputation of Michael Jordan. When you think about Michael Jordan, you think about the GOAT. You think about everything. You think about the shot in Utah. You think about the Air Jordan. You think about everything. Then when you think about him as a GM or executive or owner, you think about Kwame Brown. And you think about all these busts that he picked in in the first round. I'm telling you, LaMelo Ball might change all that narrative. Because he is box office. He's must-see TV, the way he plays. He's still making rookie mistakes, but he you can see it. You can see it. It's like when Kobe first came in. He'd make these little bonehead mistakes, but you could just see that glimpse. LaMelo Ball's got that glimpse. Dude, I'm trying to tell everybody. LaMelo Ball's got that glimpse. And with the addition of finally getting a free agent to come, Gordon Hayward to come there, more free agents will come to Charlotte if LaMelo keeps on doing what he's doing, keeping his mouth shut and playing ball. And when I say keeping his mouth shut, I don't mean in the world. I'm talking about like not like his dad running his mouth like he this and this and this. That's what I mean. I'm not saying shut up and dribble because I want you to talk. And that's one thing LeBron does well that I do like is he he ain't scared to talk about stuff in the world. Anyway, Lamelo Ball might save Michael Jordan because I think free agents are gonna want to play with him because he yeah he likes to score, but he's a pass first superstar, and he's must see. He's must see. So you mark my, my words, the Hornets—they're gonna land somebody in the next few years, and they're gonna—they're gonna be something to reckon with. You watch and see. You watch and see. All right. So <laughs> this might be the first time I've ever talked about tennis. I'm gonna talk a little smidge about tennis because tennis got a star. I don't even know if he's a star yet, but he got a player that I might be my favorite tennis player right now. Everybody knows. Djokovic, they call him the Joker, he's like number one or number two every year, him and Rafael Nadal and the mugs, whatever, 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 but there's this guy, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his last name right, his name is Nick Kajurinis Kyrg- or some, something like that, whatever, this dude is playing, boy out here, he hits stuff between his legs around the thing, he doing little crazy serves, yo, and he out here mocking the Joker's um, celebrations and stuff, he's talking about, I don't like him, I ain't never, I ain't never seen a tennis player like this tennis players are more cerebral they quiet they'll talk they run uh, they grunting emotions this dude's out here talking trash on the tennis court he running his mouth in the interviews if nobody's seen this dude you gotta check him out yo it is good I'd watch a tennis match for that I'd go like this just to see this mug talk trash I love it I love it another thing that's the first time I ever talked about was the FCF Football League the Fan-Controlled Football League. I remember looking at this on Facebook one time. It said something about like Johnny Menzel. Pick his play. And I thought it was some video game. I said, what is this crap, dude? I ain't even pay no attention to it. Then I look on ESPN. I see Johnny Menzel, who plays for the Zappers. The Zappers. We play for the Zappers. Um, His first snap, my man, was gone. Johnny Football. He was that close to scoring. But. Now I want to go check it out and see what else is going on when the next game is coming on. That's how crazy we are in this world. This dude has been a knucklehead, bonehead, idiot, crazy dude all his life. But he was blessed with athleticism. So we continue to watch him. At Texas A&M, he doing this money thing. We watched him in Cleveland. He out here doing drugs, messing with girls and this and this and this partying. But we continue to watch him because he had that glimmer of... There it is. Well, here we go again. He couldn't survive the NFL. The CFL banned him. He was in like the other AAF junk or whatever, whatever was going on. And didn't survive in any of that. Now he's in the fan controlled football league. And I I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of information about that. I feel dumb. I feel like I'm not on my game. But um it's an indoor it looks like an indoor league. And he was scooting. He was still moving, so he still got some talent. And I tell you what, if he can just shut his mouth and stop being an idiot, maybe somebody will give him another shot. I mean, maybe somebody will just because. Just because. I mean, if Antonio Brown can get away with all the stuff he did and get another shot and now got a ring, somebody will give him a shot probably. Somebody will. Speaking of crazy idiots, what is up with Urban Meyer, dude? I've never liked Urban Meyer anyway because I don't like Ohio State football. Um, We saw all the stuff that happened with Florida when he was there. I mean, more stuff keeps coming out that he allowed to happen in Florida with, you know, Aaron Hernandez and all them mugs. And then he goes to Ohio State with all that crazy stuff going on. And then he covering for his coordinator for spousal abuse and all this. And you and you finally get another shot, and you're in the NFL right now with a golden opportunity. The Jacksonville Jaguars could be a team on the rise. You got obviously you're gonna get Trevor Lawrence to be a quarterback, and you got multiple assets you could trade. You got picks, draft picks coming everywhere. And what do you do? You got the spotlight on you. What do you do? What do you do? You go and hire Coach Doyle from Iowa, the mug that got got. Kicked off the team and fired for racist comments. What are you doing? What are you doing, you idiot, idiot? Oh, I think that I can, assu- I can make sure that that never happens, guy. You know? How you know what another man gonna do? You don't know. You don't know what he's doing right now, idiot. The best thing that happened was that Doyle just quit last night. He quit. Didn't even had the job for a day and a half and quit because he knew it was going to be the backlash everywhere. It was stupid. The questions were going to get asked every day, every day. But I'm sure he got a check. He got hired, so I know he got a check. But I Meyer, you, are still going to be looked at as being a dummy for not knowing that that was a wrong thing to do, idiot. You know how many people of color you have in your locker room, and you got this dude being your strength and conditioning coach? What are you doing? You're trying to set a precedent instead of standing in your locker room as a new coach. And what do you do? That's the first order of business you do. It's hire a dude that, that might be a racist? Really? That's going to go over well with your players, you dummy. you you, the second award winner of the Pharrell Award. Urban Meyer, Pharrell. Pharrell, Urban Meyer. Pharrell. You big idiot. Uh, staying with football, I love seeing the hype videos that people put out. Trying to get people to buy season tickets, well, I guess, I don't know if they can or not now, but trying to push and persuade the fan base that their team is going to be the, the the junk next year. And in football, everybody feels like their team has a chance. They're missing one player away. I mean, look at Tampa Bay. You know, so we saw the Cowboys, junk, and I hate the Cowboys. My wife's a Cowboy fan. I hate the Cowboys. But, excuse me, I love making fun of the Cowboys. <laughs> so here's another one I'm going to make fun of. So the Cowboys put out their 21-22 20, their hype video. They doing all this. They pumping up all their players. da 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 All of a sudden they get to the end of it and you're like, yo, what happened to Dak? Did you see that? I ain't see that. But Dak was hurt. But you could have put in a Dak. Dak could have showed up. Y'all could have filmed something with that. Even if you put Dak waving on the cart like, he's coming back or some kind of hype. You don't, you don't think that's going to hype them up? Saying he's back or something like that. Come on, that's gonna be more hype than anybody you got running the ball. Or whatever you put a picture of him talking about, he's coming back. That's gonna hype up any cowboy fan more than anybody else. Anything you got going on? Because if you looked after you played, what, they win one game, two games, the whole rest of the year after that's gone, and the whole team was different? So this just goes to me. Oh, oh, and th- and then they said, oh, it was an accidental mistake. How you accidentally mistake to put your star quarterback in there? Come on, man. That's the third Pharrell Award. Cowboy organization, Pharrell. Pharrell. Y'all accidentally, mistakenly forgot to put the starting quarterback in your hype video for next year. (laughs) I guess y'all don't want him coming back. Because y'all definitely played him like a fool. You big dummies. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm to the point where, should that stay? Why would you want to stay? And I know all the glitz and glamour of being the Cowboys quarterback. I get it. I get it. I get it. And, and you know, I, I ain't going to mess with somebody's money because I'm sure he gets money, publicity, and fame just being the Dallas Cowboy quarterback. I guess that, that goes without saying. You get an extra few benefits for that. But who is it? His dad or his brother was like, man. We're not happy with them being there. We don't like them. They're treating them like crap. And I'm like, how much more are you going to take, dude? You know what I'm saying? How much more are you going to take? They're going to keep pushing you punking you all the time. Like, you you got to stand up for yourself and be like, yo, I'm out. If they franchise tag you again without giving you your money, you sit out. You sit out and go somewhere else. It's easy for me to say because it ain't my money I'm losing. But I tell you what, he got more money right now than I'll ever have in my whole entire life. And probably my son's lifetime and everybody else's lifetime too. So I can say you can afford to sit out a year to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Or you can just keep on getting busted up and do whatever, whatever, and be there. So suppose you sign another franchise contract again. I'm gonna sign a franchise tag one more time, and you get hurt again. What's gonna happen? Now you, now you injury prone. Now nobody wanna give you that max deal. Nobody wants to give you no money. I'm just saying. Or he can just come be a Redskin. <laughs> Shit, I take that. I'll take that. I'll take Carson Wentz, I'll take Sam Darnold. Uh, uh, we out here slim Pickens, being a Washington fan. We ain't got nobody. We ain't never had nobody. I mean, even Joe Theismann wasn't all that. But, I mean, and people probably don't even know who the hell Joe Theismann was. But I'm just saying, man, I don't know what to say about that. It's crazy. I can't believe the Cowboys keep doing it wrong. After what we saw and how the team responded when he got hurt, you would think, Yo, what are we doing? He's the leader. Everybody loves this dude. Everybody loves him. He ain't done nothing wrong. Pay the man. You know, and I hate when race comes into it, but if it was Tony Romo sitting there that did the same things, I'll leave it at that. Last thing I'm going to talk about, um, NCAA basketball. They put out their uh, top four seeds. Gonzaga inched out past Baylor, and then it was... Ohio State and Michigan, those are the top four seeds. I'm looking at it like, man, I would have to do like multiple, multiple episodes just to keep up with NCAA basketball. That's how entertaining NCAA basketball is this year. Because there's so much parity. There's so much evenness across the board. Yeah, I just named those four teams. But I, if I had to pick, I would pick none of those four teams winning the championship. That's how strong the rest of the field is. The twos through eight field is super teams. I'm sitting here like, I can see that team winning, that team winning, that team winning, that team winning, that team winning. winning. So I would take the field over those four. Period. I don't know about y'all, but I would definitely take the field because there's so many quality teams. And there's so many quality, like, seniors and juniors on teams. It's crazy. I've never seen so much like this. And with Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, none of them doing nothing. It makes it awesome. I love it. I love it, man. It's great. Um. But if I had to pick one of those four to win it all, even though they ain't played a whole lot of games, I'd go with Michigan. I think Michigan would be all three of them. Um, I know Gonzaga's got an NBA star. Baylor's got a squad. Michigan, Ohio State, they're going to play each other too. They're going to play each other. But I would have to go with Michigan just because I think the pedigree of Juwan Howard, I think the team that they have, their have guard play is nice. The big guy whose brother went to the NBA last year, he's there. I just, I just like their team. I like their physicality and I like all that stuff. Um, sticking with um, NCAA basketball We saw We saw um, ASU beat Ha 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 Let's go Hornet basketball Yo And it's almost time For Hornet football Get ready baby Get ready Alright guys I appreciate it Episode 27 ends now Check me out YouTube TV I mean actually On my YouTube channel Sorry Not on YouTube TV YouTube, On my YouTube channel Realism Sports Talk And I'm on tons of podcast circuits, um, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of them. Hit me up, tune in, subscribe, listen, share the good word, join in on the debate. All right, guys, peace. Till next time. Thank you.